It's easy to get caught up in what you're doing, buried in projects, tasks, commitments. It's overwhelming. Remember that productivity isn't the goal, but an imperfect means of measurement. Give yourself the space to simply be mostly productive and supercharge your success. I'm Matt Anderson, and let's explore this idea a bit more. Well, hello. I registered for a marathon. And those of you who have listened to previous episodes, especially the last couple, you might be thinking, Matt, didn't you just have an episode about how you weren't making a marathon your goal? And that's a totally fair question. And it's still not my goal. And it's a great opportunity for me to uh, distinguish how I frame goals, projects, and rewards. And in this episode, I plan to run through some of the details behind this specific example and hopefully illustrate the way a simple reframing can unlock some huge benefits to following projects through to completion. So yeah, I signed up for a marathon. The marathon isn't the goal. It's the reward. Now, my goal is that I can run a 5K at any time. That's still staying consistent. And as I previously mentioned, I have a stretch project in 2021 to get in marathon shape. Now, if I achieve my stretch project, I'll get the reward of running the marathon that I just signed up for. But it's actually a big help that I'm not making the goal to actually run that marathon. And this unlocks a couple of specific mental hacks. And the first one is that I'm pre-investing in this reward, meaning I'm signing up for it, I'm paying the registration fee for it before I've actually gotten to the point of when I'm going to get this reward. And I have a friend of mine who told a story of renting a Porsche prepaid Uh, but he'd only get to use it if he hit a specific business goal. And if he didn't hit that goal, the rental fee was going to go to waste and he wouldn't get the joy of racing around in a fancy, fast car. Now, he used that as the reward, something that was going to be exciting, something that he wanted to do. He likes Zoom Zoom fast cars, and that's great. And I'm following a similar concept. And for me, I've rediscovered that love of running, as I mentioned before, and I'm truly viewing the marathon itself as the reward. And I don't want to have my registration fee go to waste. Now, the marathon I signed up for is still nearly six months away, and you might be asking yourself, why did you sign up so early? Why wouldn't you wait until you're at least a bit further along in the project? And I hear you on that point, but... This was a bit of an exception. I try to use this type of encouragement sparingly because if I have too many of these types of things where I've pre-invested in a reward, it can feel a little bit hollow. It can feel a little bit easy to cave or it can be feel a little bit easier to be overwhelmed if I have too many of those going on. I could even lose track of some of the rewards that I've already pre-invested into but haven't actually been able to use yet and forget that it's supposed to be some sort of a motivator. So I try to keep the number of these limited 
Now, further limiting this, there's only a, a small number of participants that can run in this marathon this year. They're keeping the field small out of public health concerns, can, you know, wanting to make sure that they don't overcommit to how many people are running if COVID is still uh, rearing its ugly head. So there was an urgency to me registering, and I had to prepay and do it soon in order to be able to secure the chance to have an opportunity to be able to ultimately redeem that reward. And even from the time that I clicked the button on the registration to a week later, the field had closed. All of those slots had been claimed by interested runners. So while I don't want to be too speculative with my rewards, this is one where if I didn't act quickly, I was going to miss that opportunity and miss out on that reward that does seem exciting. The second mental hack that this does is it keeps the marathon itself exciting. Far too often, if I were to pick something like the marathon as the goal, when I get into the hard times, when I'm you know putting in those you know those efforts, it can taint the deeper excitement of doing the thing that seems exciting. That marathon becomes almost a point of frustration it's be, it's almost because of the you know the marathon that i have to put in all of this work and it feels like it's a it's a barrier in front of me instead of a, a goal that i'm going toward now something as ultimately trivial as participating in as an amateur in a sporting event falls too much into the category of simply being neat and not truly meaningful for me. Now, it might be for some people a truly meaningful experience, and that's great, but I recognize that it's not for me. I may look back at it as a truly meaningful experience, but at this point, as I'm looking at it, I think it would be a neat reward. So when I get into the grind of training and I need to leverage grit and determination to be able to push through... I need something else that's driving me, not just something that's simply neat. In fact, there's a danger involved in the effort and goal mindset with that that marathon being the goal. And what I mean is that I can project myself forward and being in the middle of that hot, awful day where I don't want to be out training. And it would be easy at that point to dwell on the marathon, that goal as maybe not being worth it. Uh, Even being frustrated with it and thinking all I'm doing is creating work for myself to participate in an event that is going to be hard and and, maybe I can back off and still do just good enough. Is it really worth putting in this effort or is the goal even a worthy one? And that type of thinking starts to eat away at both the project that I have of getting into marathon shape as well as devalue the marathon itself. My objective here is to keep the rewards exciting. The third mental hack involved in this framing is not tying the achievement to just one milestone. Something could get in the way of me being able to run that marathon that could be entirely out of my control. It could get canceled. I could get hurt and not be able to run in the marathon. 
something could happen that pulls me away from being able to be in that place at that time to be able to do it. And at that point, all of the work and effort that I've put in could seem pointless because I was putting in all of that effort. And if I've tied the goal to running that marathon, then I've put in all of that effort and it seems almost worthless. But instead, if the training is part of that project and I can make significant progress toward completing that project, whether or not I get to redeem the reward, I can still celebrate the progress that I make. So if I get hurt along the way, I can take some time, I can heal up, I can still continue on even though I've had that setback. If something happens where the race doesn't end up taking place, it doesn't devalue the work and effort that I've put in already. And this is one, probably the closest one, to something that I use at the workplace all the time. I'm on a technical sales team, and each deal I'm involved with is a project. But winning the deal is a reward, or at least that's the way I view it. It's one that I don't have total control over. I can certainly increase my odds at getting that reward by putting in good work on the project, the sales pursuit, And this really helps me to not get discouraged when I lose deals. Uh, It's not personal. It's not a waste. It's still frustrating. And there's still learning. But the winning and losing of the deal is not the ultimate measure of success or failure for the effort that I've put in. In fact, I've lost deals not because we're the worst platform or we did a poorer job of selling, but simply because a decision maker was friends with our competitor. In that deal, I still took something away from it. I learned. I had an opportunity to be able to connect and to be able to share a point of view. And while I didn't ultimately get the reward that comes with an actual signed contract, I don't need to feel bad about the work that I put in toward that project. My achievement is not tied to just one milestone. So, getting out of specifics. No, I'm not going to turn this into a fitness podcast about running. It's just been a good representative example that's not super specific to my day-to-day job and it's somewhat universally understandable when talking about goals, projects, as well as rewards. Now that said, I use the same thought process in many aspects of my life. This pattern is something that I can use at work, at home, And personally, I separate the goal, the project, and the reward. And I encourage you to try this out in an upcoming initiative of your own. Thanks again so much for listening. If you're not already subscribed, you can check us out at mostlyproductive.com where you can also get in touch with me. And if you have an opportunity, please leave a review wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. I'd love to get some of those to help increase the reach beyond just my personal network. And with that, I say thanks and have a great day.